Hey, this is Trent Lorcher, and welcome to the Teaching ELA Podcast, where our goal is to help ELA teachers thrive in and out of the classroom. In this podcast, we discuss teaching strategies for real classroom, whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy. We have what ELA teachers need. Today's episode, we're going to dive in a little bit deeper on differentiated instruction. When I hear the words professional development on differentiated instruction, I'm usually like, ah, no thanks. That sounds dreadful. So when I say that today's podcast is really a professional development on differentiated instruction, it's not that kind of professional development on differentiated instruction. It's one that's actually useful. Because I've been, I've sat in on, uh, in 21 years of teaching, wasted thousands and thousands of minutes listening to someone who's not, hasn't been in a classroom in 17 years tell me how to differentiate instruction for X number of students. That's not what I'm doing. I'm going to help you today differentiate instruction when it comes to writing. And it's not as complicated as you might think. In fact, it's quite simple. Let's get started. Last episode, I talked about the number one, the one thing that I do to A, to teach students to cite textual evidence and analyze literature. But I also touched on a more difficult, I guess, more complicated, more boring topic, which is differentiated instruction. It's a question, anytime you go in for an interview, the administrator will ask you, how do you differentiate instruction? So we talked about graphic organizers last episode. And if you haven't listened to that yet, I strongly recommend you go back and listen to that. But I'm going to be completely honest with you here is most administrators don't even know what differentiated instruction is. I'll say that again. Most administrators don't know what differentiated instruction is. They're expecting you to know it, but they have no idea. It's like the time when my principal, the principal and the assistant principals went to some conference over the summer. You guys, you guys can kind of see where this is going, right? They went to a conference over a, over the summer and suddenly they were excited. In this case, the conference was on technology in the classroom. And this also ties into today's episode as well, because we're going to be using technology to help differentiate writing instruction. And they came back and they're, man, they have this list of all these different apps and tools we can use in the classroom. And they're just going on and on and on and on. I took that to heart. I'm like, okay, they, they want us to use technology in the classroom. And You know, it made sense. This was about 10 or 15 years ago. And I'm like, I think I want to learn how to use technology in the classroom. I didn't go to them because they had no clue. People would ask them questions that I could tell right away. They had no idea how we were actually supposed to do this. They just, they just heard all the, the, the key phrases, the catchphrases. They knew the app's names. Uh, You know, they could show a cool little video on Google Glasses. Whatever happened to those? Man, I watched that video. Google Glasses were supposed to be the coming around in the next couple of years. That was like 10 years ago. Anyhow, so you're going all technology in the classroom crazy, and they didn't know how to, What they didn't even know what they were looking for. They just knew they had to say technology all the time. But they said technology more than I've said technology in this podcast in like a minute's time. So just so happened the school district I worked at did a professional development course that was called Online and Blended Learning. I'm like, oh, this sounds interesting. So I took... You had to take six courses to get an online and blended learning certificate, which I did. And as I'm taking these courses, I really realized that my administrators had no clue what the heck they were trying to get us to do. I figured it out because I actually had good instructors in this class. And I turned some of my classes uh, into online blended learning 
whatever you want to call them, classrooms. And I still use those tips today. Of course, the technology is better and the access is much greater. What's my point here? My point is your administrators probably don't know what differentiated instruction is. They just went to a conference on it and thought, this is good, I don't want to get sued. So it's up to us, the teacher, to figure out what differentiated instruction is. So I guess we'll start with with that definition real quick. So there's a different, uh, people describe differentiated instruction in different ways. The, the, I suppose the, what we probably use in the whole group is different ways to present information. But what I'm talking about here in this podcast is differentiated instruction that meets each individual student's needs. So that's the part we're going to focus on. And we're going to focus on how to meet, how to differentiate instruction to meet individual needs when it comes to writing. I love my job. I love reading. Some days I go home and it's like, man, I got I got paid to read all day. Obviously, it's more than that. But I'm like, I got paid to read all day. Sometimes I go home and it's like, man, I got paid to read crappy essays all day. You guys ever feel like that? I combined my online blended learning credentials, abilities with my desire to differentiate instruction so that it meets each individual student's needs. Of course, we're assuming at this point when I'm assigning a writing that I have a good idea of what students know, what individual students know through pre-writing or, or through, uh, through pre-assessment, that, that sort of thing. This is where it gets challenging. I'll give a writing assignment and I'll be looking at different things depending on the student. So how do I do this without going absolutely crazy? Step one, I have every student keep a digital writing log. That is everything they write in my class I don't make them put everything on the digital writing log because sometimes I have separate assignments. But I have them set up a writing log in Google Documents. I have them share that document with me. Now, if you have an, uh, if you if your school uses Schoology or Canvas, I know for for a fact Schoology. I just create an assignment, and the assignment is for them to submit that link to me, so I always have it. You can also just have them share it with you uh, in Gmail, and uh, that for me is a little bit harder to keep track of, but that works as well. Anyhow, so they do all their writing in a Google document that I have access to whenever I want. Now, this especially comes in handy as they're writing. So I'll say, all right, in your writing log, sometimes these writing log assignments will be formative assignments, and sometimes they'll be summative assignments. Sometimes I'm just looking, getting a general overview. But when it comes to the summative part, I'm looking at individual students. So I can go into each, as they're writing, I can go into each student's writing log jot down notes, tell them what they need to work on. I can also suggest, all right, uh, you really need to review capitalization or you really need to review sentence structure or you need to go go back and read this passage. This allows me to individualize my instruction to each student. In addition, this is where this is, you'll find this really helpful, is I can alter the assignments. This is what differentiation is. We can alter the assignment as long as, you know, we have the same goal in mind. We can alter the assignment for them. For example, let's say you have a special education student and his or her IEP says that uh, this student gets time and a half to complete an assignment. So I could do that or what I can do is I can just go into the writing log and leave a note. I can leave a note that says, hey, instead of writing uh, uh, instead of writing a paragraph on this topic, why don't you give me three to four good sentences and uh, we'll call it a day. So I can send that student an individualized message altering the assignment. No one else needs to know about it. No one else needs to know about it. So it helps you individualize instruction that way. You can also go back and let, let's say a student has, uh, 
for whatever reason, missed some school, has three writing logs they're missing. And, and you know that they're probably going to just, you know how it is, crappily do three writing logs. I'll go in and say, look, give me one really good, instead of writing a, three separate writing logs of a paragraph each, just give me one really, really good answer that takes a paragraph or two, and we'll count it for all three. So you can individualize instruction that way as well. So it, again, I, I use Google Docs. If you have something else, use that. Make sure you do this on the first day of school or after you hear this or whenever it is you do it, have them go in, set up a Google document, make sure they name it, their write, whatever their name is, writing log. Share, share that, uh, share access to it. Make sure that you have editing, at the very least, the ability to, to comment, but you really want editing access. So make sure they set the share settings to edit and then they just share the link with you. You'll have it. You can keep it in a spreadsheet if you want. I keep mine. I just create an assignment on Schoology. So every time they, that's kind of a pain though. I think the spreadsheet's a good idea. I just thought of that just now. <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> I think of stuff all the time. And uh, now there are a few, there are a few caveats. I let's, let's get over the pretend that grading a student writing is fun. And let's get over the pretend thought that Oh, this will make grading writing easy and fast. It won't. It'll make it convenient. Any time of day I can go in and look. A student says they're done. You get this a lot. I already finished that paragraph, Mr. Hey, Miss Smith, I already finished this. And you know darn well they didn't. They just wrote a bunch of stuff on the paper. Well, with a writing with a Google document, you can go in and you can offer suggestions right away. And you can call them out too. This is this is garbage. I wouldn't put that in writing, though. I wouldn't say this is garbage. There are times when I've put, it looks to me like you're just writing this for the sake of finishing it. I think you need to go back and take a look at, and whatever it is I want them to take a look at, and revise and proofread a little bit more. And then, then suddenly they're not done anymore. And if the class is under control and they're all working, you can actually get a lot of the work done during class that you would normally do afterwards. Instead of walking around and, and offering suggestions, you can sit in the front of the room or you can roll your laptop around on a cart. I have a roller cart. It's so awesome. I can go around on my roller cart so I can supervise and I can type in things right away. Some amazing things have happened doing this. One, students actually revise their work. Hmm, go figure, which I thought was stunning, which meant I had more grading, of course. But again, we're not going to pretend that teaching young scholars how to write better is going to be easy or that it's not going to be tedious at times because it is. I'm just giving you a, uh, I'm just giving suggestions today on how to help students differentiate. I'm sorry, how to help you differentiate instruction and even uh, change some assignments and help them be, help your students become better writers. And once they're better writers, Everything else becomes so much easier to teach, doesn't it? I think it does. Quick recap. Have students set up a Google document. Have them share the share that with you. Make sure you have editing privileges so you can type nice, kind things to them. Use that to alter assignments for individual students. Use that to give individual instru- instruction. You can use it to add, give them assignments Especially if you have something like USA Test Prep or, or something like that where you can say, do this do this activity and then rewrite this paragraph type thing. It allows students, you know, and then when they, students revise it, you have easier access to it. So Google Docs, get the link, and then do what you already know how to do. I mean, we know how to do this. It's just such a pain when you're taking paper and you're doing this and you're doing that. Well, that's two podcasts on differentiation. I, I think there's another one. I think I need to do another one coming up soon. 
talking about the different, uh, hitting different learning strategies. Anyhow, I'm not going to do that now because I'm tired of talking and you're tired of listening to me. Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. If there's, if there's anything in here that you found useful that will help you in the classroom, feel free to share this podcast with a friend. And you can even give me an excellent review, only if you thought it was excellent. If you think this podcast is crummy, don't give me a review, please. All right. Keep teaching. <laughs>